Join us, two dear friends, on our beauty lifestyle hits and misses and many skin and hair wellness adventures. Our casual conversations revolve around things that bring skin and hair joy. We want to share our knowledge with you in hopes it will help you decide on whether to purchase yet another skincare product. The answer is always yes, yes, and yes. Grab a glass of your favorite beverage, some snacks, and come hang out with us. We are not medical professionals or scientists or chemists. We are just a pair of beauty fanatics and consumers. Any advice and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely our opinion and based on our experiences using products. I'm Teresa and I'm here with Jenny. This podcast is about uh, skin, but um, first... I want to talk about my experience with the A&W Beyond Meat Burger. So this is the first time I've tried it. It's taken me quite a while, but you've tried it, right, Jenny? Oh, yeah. I love it. I honestly think um, that patty, you you wouldn't know that it's plant-based. I think it tastes so close to beef out of all the other ones I've tried. So I haven't tried any other plant-based burger. This is the first one I've tried. I think it's pretty good, actually. If I had to, you know, choose between um, no burger or plant burger, I would go with plant burger. Um, But I guess I can taste a small difference. And so if I had the other option of a real burger with beef or a plant burger, you know, a regular burger. Um, the only thing I would consider is making it at home because I think that would probably be the healthiest. I don't know if the plant burger at A&W is actually the healthiest. I have no idea. Usually these types of plant-based, they're really high in sodium. That's the only caveat. Yes, it might be healthier for you in terms of it's not beef and full of fat, but it's full of other ingredients such as sodium. So if you're on a diet where you have to reduce sodium I I don't know if that's your best bet you know me I'm not like the healthiest person (laughs) (laughs) which brings me to another sando actually that I think is really good uh and I I feel like so uh, and I used to eat their chicken and it's not bad but I feel as though maybe it's just this one restaurant location. The quality of the chicken has kind of gone down in the sense that you might get a couple of, for some reason, like a doorstopper. There's no meat. There's no nut for the sandwich. So I went for the spicy chicken sandwich. Not even the deluxe. Just the regular spicy. Can I tell you? It is so good. I agree with you 1000%. I generally don't eat fried chicken sandwiches, but holy cow. I had this Popeye's fried chicken sandwich, just not spicy, just the regular on this brioche bun. The flavor profile they have going on, it all just comes together. And mine was maybe three hours cold and it was still so good. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, because the chicken, the deep fried chicken was like juicy 
it was crispy on the outside. Um, it was like one of the most perfect sandwiches I've ever had. I think it didn't even have that much. I think it had brioche bun that you mentioned. It's been a long time since I've had just their fried chicken because here in Vancouver, Popeyes was very hard to find and they're usually out in the suburbs. So they've been gone for a bit and now they've been popping back up. These franchises, you won't ever find one in the city center. You have to go out of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So this is why I think this podcast is really important for people because we're giving you all these tips um, for skincare so that you can eat this fast food. I mean, uh, you might want to check on your cholesterol levels, but I mean, your face, your skin will look so good. No one will know that you're eating a fried chicken sandwich every week. So, you know, this skincare, it's a hobby to make sure you look great on the outside. So you can just eat whatever you want. <laughs> Hey, Jenny, what's going on? Hey, Teresa, how's it going? It's good, good. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, today is episode three of our beauty podcast, and it's all about beauty devices. So we're going to be chatting about beauty devices that we have used and how they can or cannot complement your skincare routine. I like to break it up between mechanical versus non-mechanical so on the mechanical side of things you know things you have to plug in requires an electric charge things like the foreo bear the neutrogena or any other led light therapy masks that you've probably seen on social media lately um let's dive into the foreo bear so i have the mini And it's an electronic device which encourages muscle stimulation in the face to tame your wrinkles. It's almost like um, your face getting a workout because it's like a doctor hose on your face, you can kind of say. Um, I won't say it'll get rid of wrinkles because I just don't think you can. Once your skin loses its collagen and tone, I mean, you can delay the increase in wrinkles, but I don't think you can actually get rid of wrinkles. Um, mm. I found that to use an electric current device, your skin has to be in optimal condition. For example, you can't have any breakouts, no dryness, no sensitivity, no rashes, because you will feel the sting because there's an electric current going on your face. So you need to apply loads of conducting gel, like pure aloe vera gel, like a thick layer. Because I've missed a spot once and it stung like crazy. It actually hurts. Um, so my oh, no. goal is to use this device weekly if my skin allows. Um, and I'm going to categorize it as maintenance for skin elasticity for lifting. You can go to spas, right? And you can get electric current facials that are more powerful. I recently just came back from Whistler and I had this facial it's called the environ facial environ is a skincare brand developed by this famous physician in south africa where he studied skin cancer and all his products are based on skin cancer research um anyhow the facial is very very unique in that it uses sonar 
low frequency sonar pulses and electric pulses simultaneously. So the first part of the facial is they put a put serums and then they do the sonar, they rub it, they use the device and it allows the products to penetrate deeper into your skin. And then the second part is the electrodes where they put on a thick mask and it almost hardens like in a rubbery texture and they add these trick clips that conduct low frequency electric currents. It's so interesting. Um, when they use the wand, which has the electric current, you it you can feel it though. It it's pretty zappy in certain spots. I had like a little breakout on my cheek and I forgot to tell the technician about it because every time she ran over it, it really stung. So you just have to be careful when you're using electric therapy. You know, if you have a pacemaker and things like that, you can't do this because it will mess up, up your pacemaker because you're using electric current. It's very unique. I, I'd have to say that it does push the products into your skin like at a deeper level. But again, you need consistency. You got to keep getting this type of facial over and over to see any results. Like I was on vacation. And so I just did this facial, but I think I would need to do more of them to see anything. That's why I think having your own handheld device, like the four-year bear might be more manageable. But again, your skin has to be in really good condition for you to keep using it on a daily basis. I really want to try to use a Foreo Bear to really lessen the frown lines, laugh lines, but I really haven't been able to. So are you thinking that someone would have to use the Foreo Bear once every day to see some kind of a difference? So there has to be some kind of a commitment to that. I wouldn't say once every day, maybe twice a week to start off with consistently and sometimes I just forget you know consistency is so hard it's a difficult thing even with skincare because Mm. your skin's not the same all the time and then you have to find a schedule like when you're gonna stand there and do this it takes about 15 minutes I'd say because you got to slather on the conducting gel and then follow the app there's an app that comes with this machine and it starts the pulsing in the Foreo Bear. You know, it's very high tech. So but what have you noticed since you, you started using it um, in your experience? I haven't really noticed anything just yet because I haven't been able to use it consistently. So I'm going to try. I'm going to make a conscious effort to go over my frown laugh lines twice a week. So I'm going to have to give it a couple of months. Okay, I think I think we need to do a little bit of a check-in on the Foreo Bear um, in a couple of months because I noticed that it's challenging to remember what my skin looked like before. So I do just take a couple of photos to see, okay, my scars getting lighter, is there any change? Um, mm-hmm. And you did mention earlier that the Foreo Bear is like having a Dr. Ho in your face. And mm-hmm. um, I kind of grew up with those infomercials. I don't know if everyone listening <laughs> knows what that means. They might be thinking, who is this doctor? Dr. Ho? Why is he on my face? Like this is what I think it is, was they were electrical pads, right? That I think yep. you put on your body and your muscle. Yep. The same kind of electric 
um, technology current. that would then, yeah. yeah, current that would go into the skin. Um, and the Dr. Home machine would help relax muscles for people who are in pain. And this one, this electric current would help um, maybe smooth out the lines. Um, mm -hmm. And would you say like to help tighten the skin yep. as well or? Tighten and sculpt. I've seen various YouTube videos of people using the Foreo Bear to do like sculpting the jawline um, around the eyes to get rid of crow's feet. I think um, what I've seen in terms of people's results, it's very subtle. It's not super dramatic, but you know, if it's a little lifting here and there, that's very subtle, but you notice the difference, I think. Like, why not, right? If you can notice it and it makes you feel better about your skin, your facial features, then why not? And it's something you could have in your repertoire if you are very consistent and are able to spend some time, right, on carving out some time and doing your own muscle-stimulated stimulated facial using an electric current device. And I know the foil bear is a bit of an investment. I think you mentioned you had the Foreo Bear Mini, and that's probably a good thing. There's a larger Foreo Bear, and I think it's probably, I don't know, $1 to $200 more expensive. But mm -hmm. it's probably is significantly larger. So for, you know, I don't know if you would use the Foreo Bear anywhere else in your body, but uh, if you have the Mini... Do you feel that's pretty much sufficient for people to just use that size and plus they'll probably yes. just save some money? Yeah, the mini is great for travel. I mean, the full size for you isn't all that much bigger, but the mini just fits in your the palm of your hand very conveniently. And it is mm. smaller for travel. You can just pop it into your makeup bag, comes with a charger. Um, the main competitor with Foreo Bear is the New Face. I don't know if you've heard of New Face. It looks a bit different than the Foreo Bear. It's bigger. It's like the size of your hand and it has two round metal balls at the end. I've gotten a facial with that device before and that one is also a bit zappy if you don't put enough conductor gel in mm. on your face. Yeah, so that's something to think about. Well, You'll definitely right away if you're no, using it. No, you'll, you'll realize right away. <laughs> also, this Neutrogena light therapy mask. I want to hear more about that. What did, how, what did you find about that experience? So the Neutrogena light mask, it's LED. It's not one color. It's all of the spectrum. It's just blue light and red light. The red light is for collagen production. Blue light is for acne. Um... I got it from shoppers, but there's a caveat. They took it off the market because um, out of an abundance of caution, their site says they pulled it from Canada as reports of visual effects associated generally mild and transient. So small subset of the population with certain underlying eye conditions, as well as for those users taking medications, had light sensitivity. And so they didn't want there to be a risk of eye injury. I never noticed any eye issues when I was using this. I still have it. Um, but again, this mask you have to use consistently to see any results. I see. And I think with any type of light devices, it's probably better to just wear some type of 
eye protection. I think even if you're looking into LED lamp light bulb, I don't think that's a good idea either. You know, I think Mm -hmm. you need to protect your eyes um, regardless. So um, yeah, you said that you needed to probably use it regularly. So how do you use this type of LED light therapy? So because the at-home LED mask isn't as strong as one that you would use in a spa, meta spa, you'd probably have to put it on every day. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that makes tons. sense. There's tons on the market, not just the new, well, the Neutrogena one you can't get anymore, but there's tons on Amazon. But, um, but it's not the same as the it used to grow your plants. No. Um, you no. know, <laughs> so don't be buying that. <laughs> Um, but there are specific wavelengths um, therapeutic skin. I was reading a few. Um, there's quite uh, a few different selections, I guess you could say. But uh, wrinkle reduction, just general skincare, um, acne treatment, which I thought was kind of interesting because I always thought that was blue light. But uh, if you have to just go with the red, um, why not? Um um, possibly some mild forms of skin cancer. I hope that never happens to anybody. Um, and then maybe some, you know, benefits with eczema and psoriasis. Then there's the 660 nanometers, which helps with uh, inflammation, maybe some wound and injury healing. Um, there was another one that I think was 850, actually. Um, and that helps with muscle recovery, some anti-aging uh, and wrinkle prevention. So it just seems like there's quite a wide range and you might want to just do some research to find a reputable company that kind of has that therapeutic um, treatment. And I think it's going to be something that you would allow. So if it's very cheap and Mm -hmm. a company that you're not really um, aware of, then maybe you're just getting a red light bulb and you're just sitting there every day (laughs) and wasting your time. So you need to kind of get this specific technology um, that would be helpful. So you mentioned that there's also non-mechanical tools and, you know, some of those options that people could think about. So non-mechanical tools are things like gua sha, face rollers, your hands, cleansing cloths, um, things that don't require an electric charge. So manual. So gua sha is a technique used in Chinese traditional medicine, and they use a flat tool to massage the facial muscles to promote circulation, lymphatic drainage, and to provide lifting of the muscles. I've actually had it done on my shoulder area. It was really, really painful when they were using the gua sha tool, but it released some sort of blockage and my sore shoulder disappeared. I've also had a gua sha facial where they use, usually it's like a jade or some kind of stone tool. They'll rub it across the contours of your facial muscles to manually do some lifting and get rid of um, puffiness in your face. It's a really relaxing treatment. Another type of non-mechanical tools, those face rollers, jade face rollers. They have a similar effect as gua sha. It's to increase circulation on the skin. Um, Face rollers in your hands can do the same kind of thing when you're massaging your face to get rid of tension, puffiness um, in the facial muscles. Um, 
I find when I am short on time and I can't use a facial roller or gua sha, I just use my fingers and give myself a quick deep massage on my face and it feels really good. There's also these facial rollers that I've seen where you put it in the freezer. They're called cryo facial rollers. But for me, for years, I've been using ice cubes on my face every morning. I rub ice cubes all over my eyes, all over my face to depuff. And that's one thing I've done consistently forever. I don't know why that stuck. Hmm. I think you also mentioned you could put spoons in the freezer and then yep, put them on people, your yep. under your eyes to depuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I've also tried using metal spoons. Like if you, you need some kind of oil on your face, so you can move the spoons around. So you can do similar um, circulation massage with rubbing the spoons across your facial muscles as well. I think also there's a good way to practice naturally uh, preventing lines on your face. So sounds a little funny, but I think when you're at work or if you're working from home and you have the opportunity to put a mirror on your desk in with what your face looks like when you're working throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Because what I've noticed is when we're stressed, what we'll do is we'll tend to pinch the like area in between our eyebrows. Yeah. The 11. Yeah. And it just causes like these wrinkles in between your eyebrows. And I've seen people on video calls that they're smiling and, you know, they're not stressed, but because they've probably been stressed all day, every day for the last few months, I can still see, as you call them, the 11 between their eyebrows. Like they've almost fixated there. Um, And I've also noticed people who are reading or talking. Some people tend to push their eyebrows up when they talk or read. And then you get all of these lines. I think it's just something, it's like this subconscious reaction that they're, they're doing, but they don't realize it. So Mm-hmm. For me, what I've done is I'll look quickly in the mirror and see if I'm putting stress on my face. And then I'll just naturally like relax. And then all those lines. No, totally. I think that's a great idea. And especially now that we're on Zoom a lot, it's easier to catch, you know, what your face is doing. So maybe mm-hmm. you can be more conscious of furrowing your brows or scrunching up your face and just relax a bit. Especially, yeah, especially for those who go on Zoom and don't turn their camera on. Camera's uh, on. I, FYI. Yeah, uh, I think there's, we've, some, some meetings have gotten to the habit where they just put their icon initials up and, and that's it. Um, I know one of our episodes, we talked about cleansers um, and I learned a lot about that actually. But we never got into the cleansing clause that you mentioned and the fact that these are yes. clearly nomic mechanical but um what can you tell us about so muslin is maybe a little it's not soft it has a little abrasiveness to it um and it just assists with light exfoliation and taking the makeup dirt of the day off your face i like the one that usually comes with the eve Lom balm cleanser which we talked about in our cleansing episode 
it just re- makes your skin really, really soft and clean because there's a little bit of abrasiveness in the muslin cloth. There's also microfiber ones like the Erase Your Face. That's way softer, but I find it doesn't have the exfoliating action like the muslin does. Um, if you listen to episode one, my all-time favorite balm cleanser was the Eve Balm. Um, but there's also another cleansing type cloth that I've discovered recently. I think they've been around forever, but I've just discovered. So our listeners are savvy beauty addicts and they may already be in the know, but they're called compressed facial sponges. Have you ever heard of them? I don't think I've used a sponge to clean my face. But it's compressed. The crazy thing is they come in these flat discs and you have to rehydrate them in water and they puff up like a sponge, like a sponge that you're cleaning your kitchen counter with. They apparently they're reusable, but you have to ensure you clean them well with hot soapy water after using. So they're very, very good for traveling because they're compressed. And once you rehydrate, they puff up. It works like a dream for the double cleanse method. It also adds an exfoliating factor and it worked really, really well. So it's a bit abrasive like muslin, but the cool thing about it is that it comes compressed and then it puffs up. They're biodegradable apparently as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can toss them in the recycling or the compost bin. There's also another towelette version of this compressible sponge. I was actually given one at a restaurant to dip into a bowl of water and then it turns into a full size wet towelette to clean your hands. So this would be, again, a game changer for travel. If you just wanna quickly wipe your face down with water, it's compressed, doesn't take any room and then it becomes full size when you submerse it in water. Um, I remember buying this type of towelette couple years back from Daiso which is a Japanese dollar store here in Vancouver I bought it for camping so it's great for packing light and you just need the water to rehydrate and you can give your face body a quick quick wipe down Mm -hmm. I find that um, I have used the microfiber cloth but you have to basically wash in terms of maybe using like laundry detergent right away um, because I find that if you don't, it's on there, you know, starts to develop an odor and um, you would then need to use vinegar, soak and laundry detergent. So uh, for some, I think if you can use uh, these types of cloths and it works for you, I think that's great. But if your skin's a bit sensitive because I'm assuming that these cloths work as, you know, what you mentioned, a bit of an exfoliation um, on your skin and for your face, you know, you could have some kind of irritation. Um, And for me, because I have sensitive skin, I've just decided to use my hands instead. And you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised that I've gone on to the double cleanse ritual, even though we've talked about it. I know. I know you mentioned that I brought it up first. Um, for some reason, I don't remember that, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I use at night the Tatcha Rice Cleanser first because I have makeup on. So I find yes. that 
lot of the makeup first. And then I go in with the La Roche-Posay Effacare Gel Cleanser. But I only ah. use a small bit, like maybe the end like of an eraser bit, just some for those oh, that's, who that's still use. Amount. Yes. Anyone who still use HP pencils, that's basically <laughs> the amount. I'm sure no one is using that. And <laughs> probably hasn't even heard of it. Um, yeah. So I use that. And then in the morning... As I told you I've, before, I only used to use water, but now I've switched on to just using, again, like that small little dab of just the Effaclair in the morning because um, I just, I don't know, I, and I still have acne breakouts. So I'm finding that this is helping a little bit to, to keep the acne at bay. That's great. Effaclair is a good one, especially even for mask knee. I was getting like around my nose, chin area, because it's a soap-free type of, acne targeted gel face wash it's very good but I can only use it sparingly like you say the tip mm -hmm. of an eraser on a pencil is it is as much as you would need I think yeah I think the more you use it just well obviously it just becomes stronger and it can I think strip your skin more um, but one thing I also started doing is I use an empty um, bottle that has a, a pump and I put some of the Effaclair into that and oh, that if you wanted to like wash your face in the morning like, with the shower or sort of around your or not um then you have that as sort of a secondary double cleanse when you're in the shower amazing well i mean i think this was a fair very thorough episode on mechanical non-mechanical beauty devices so i have to thank all our beauties for listening and we hope that you guys have learned something new or have been inspired to try beauty devices. Um, be sure to come back for episode four, which is going to be all about face creams. I get visions of fluffy meringues and cloud puffs when I think of face creams. <laughs>